What's up, everybody? This was another good conversation. Uh, this was a lot of fun. Uh, we talked about something that is so needed in all of our worlds, and we talked about silence. And I don't know about for you, but silence is really hard for me. Um, I, I like a lot of noise. I'm, I got always got a podcast going or music or a sermon um, or I'm making phone calls or the kids are arguing. There's a lot of noise in my life. And so the discipline of, of silence is actually something I've been working on for a little while. And uh, Christine and I both kind of confess this is a struggle for us. Um, and, and I think you'll, you'll find this a conversation really helpful. So um, we, we pray that you're delighting in the disciplines and this is helping you grow between the Sundays. Hello and welcome to the Fathom Beyond Sunday podcast. I am Christina Scott here with lead pastor of Fathom Church, Kyle Nelson. What is up? Excited for another delighting in the disciplines. And I'm telling you, I'm delighting in them. Yeah. I do love them. Uh, not all the same. You know, I love all my children the same. Don't right. love all the disciplines no, the same. No. I love that. Right. That's very quotable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pastor Kyle says. Yeah. <laughs> but they're good. They're good. Right. And um, man, you really can see how God can work through all of these. And so I hope it's been helpful for everybody. And we're excited. We're moving into a discipline of um, letting go or a discipline yeah. of abstinence today. Yeah. So... Um, do you remember back just a couple of weeks ago when we were talking to you about something that I'm not really good at? Mm-hmm. We're back. We're back <laughs> for both of us. We're back because today's discipline of letting go is silence. Already uncomfortable. <laughs> so... um so we both have realizations that, yeah, we're, we're not great at this. We, both of us, we, you know, spend three or four days of the week doing mm-hmm. some kind of um, public or private teaching in front of people. And, um, you know, we're, we're, you know, we talk a lot. Lots. <laughs> a- anybody who's ever met Christina Scott just went, amen, right? <laughs> like, yes, no she talks a no lot. Doubt. But that, it, it is, um, I'm aggressively wordy. I think is an accurate description. Aggressively wordy. I love words and I say a lot of them. Aggressively wordy. We did staff appreciation recently. And, <laughs> and that's not one of them. For two words. Nobody said aggressively wordy. They were being no. so kind. <laughs> no, no. Um, but yeah, I just, I do. I spend a lot of time talking and I, as we talked about before we hit record, I'm a verbal processor too. So um, my sweet, wonderful, patient, enduring husband, um, gets a That's lot a of those listener. words. Yeah. It's a lot of those words. Um, and so do my kids. My kids get a ton of those words. Um, my friends get a ton of those words. Every like all you, fathom beyond Sunday listeners get a lot of those words. <laughs> so I have not, um, I, I am not afraid of silence. I am not afraid of silence as like a mother of a toddler might be. Mm. Um, but I am not deeply engaged with silence either. Yeah, I would say um, I'm not either, like, at all. Like, I will just be very blunt and honest about it. Like, I'm addicted to noise. (laughs) I really am. And uh, this has actually been one I've been trying to foster in my life for years now. Mm 
um, to some success. Um, I would not say great success, but I would say some success um, in that it is in my rhythms. Yeah. Um, in that I do run to a place of silence, mm-hmm. a place of quiet. Um, I am more prone to get in the car and not turn on any music or a podcast or right. whatever, like I always do, mm-hmm. literally always do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am more prone to do that when I can sense, um, you know, it's time to just be quiet. If you feel listen. a little over restless or a little like, I don't know, in, in anxious moments, I would turn to silence before more stimulation coming in. Mm-hmm. So when I'm anxious or, um, if, if, if there's worry there, then silence is more comforting to me than more noise most of the time, most of the time. Um, but sometimes anxiety or worry masks as other emotions. Mm -hmm. Um, and in those other emotions, I feed those noise. Mm -hmm. So I feed sadness and anger noise. Yeah. I, if I recognize something as anxiety, then, then fine. Great. Wonderful. Good for me for knowing myself. Um, but if it's masking as anger or sadness, I feed those noise big time. Yeah. Sometimes my own words. Sometimes it's just me. Yeah. Feed it noise and Oreos. And, <laughs> you know, that doesn't help a lot. So no. my, makes me feel good for a quick second. For a moment, right. Um, still wake up with that same junk, you right. know, and right. extra calories. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's... It's a challenge. I remember in the sixth grade, my my buddy Zane, um, I asked him a question and then answered it, and then commented on my question, and he just stood staring at me. Sixth, you know, sixth grade, we're like eleven, twelve years old, looking like you just asked, answered, and commented on your question. He's like, "Do you want me to talk at all?" It's like this has not been something that's easy, <laughs> easy for me. Um, but I've always admired people mm-hmm. that it is a part of their life. Those who can hold their tongue mm-hmm. um, in tense situations. I, yeah. I've tried to, to model myself after that. Um, I, so it's not just kind of silence by myself. It's silence in moments when I really want to speak up. And I think mm-hmm. in a culture where everybody's got an opinion and everybody's loud and got a following and like, there's just a lot of like noise, extra mm-hmm. noise, um, you know, posting photos of food. I mean, it's like visual noise. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like oh, it's for just, sure. And there's just a lot of, I don't know, just constant everywhere we go noise. Um, and, and so yeah. to befriend silence, I think, is to um, befriend the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I, I think the first time I recognized silence as a spiritual discipline was when you introduced me to um, the emotionally healthy spirituality mm-hmm. study. Like just this idea that like silence gives you an opportunity to disengage from all of the things mm-hmm. that are trying to take up your brain space, mm-hmm. like want your attention yeah. um, ahead of God, is that silence can can help do that. And so, I mean, it's so we're talking about 
what is that? Like two years ago? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like maybe two years ago. So that's a lot of time of not recognizing silence as spiritually formative. Um, so if, if this is new to you, if you're, you're hearing this and you're going, yeah. what are you talking about? What do you mean yeah. silence? Um, it's, it was new to me yeah. just a minute ago. Let me, um, let me just share a, a few verses. Um, how about this one in, um, Habakkuk 2.20, but the Lord is in his holy temple. Let all the earth keep silent before him. Mm. <laughs> like that, that one's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Let the whole earth just be quiet before God. Mm-hmm. Just a calling for all of creation to just pay attention. Absolutely. Pay attention. Yeah. Our God, the creator is in his holy temple. Mm-hmm. Pay attention. Um, how about Lamentations 3.26? It's good that one should wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. Just wait. I, I, I think silence oftentimes has a lot to do with waiting. It does. You know? Yeah, there's patience mm-hmm. that's cultivated in silence. Yeah, that that's certainly here. It's a, it's a discipline of letting go, letting go mm-hmm. of the noise, letting go of me having something to say and my opinions about everything and just, just, I think there's a stillness that comes with it too, a patience that mm-hmm. is, is matured in it. And so for any and all of us who say, yeah, I struggle with patience. Here's a thought. <laughs> Maybe silence is actually something that can help foster that in our life mm-hmm. in a less annoying way. Hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause most right. time we're like, this is so hard to be patient. <laughs> Maybe silence is actually a gateway, you know. Yeah. Um, discipline, a discipline, gateway habit, habit. <laughs> to patience. Yeah, to patience. I don't know. Just a thought. I love Random that. Random thought. I love that. So. Do you have another one for us? Um, Do you have another. Yeah. How about this one? Um, Psalm one forty one three. Set a guard, O Lord, over my mouth. Keep watch over the door of my lips. Mm-hmm. So just. Hmm. set a guard like just to yes. teach me to constrain me to zip it you know when I'm so often you know got something to say yeah and if and if we don't say it here we're gonna text it hmm. you know, we're gonna email it mm-hmm. you know maybe silence is um, holistic <laughs> in our approach here in the 21st century where we've got a million ways to communicate maybe it's it's yeah. a holistic approach to that yeah how often? I, I'm, I'm speaking to myself right now, but like how often had I been silent instead of passive aggressive, would that moment have passed? Mm-hmm. And then the need, hear my air quotes around the word need, 100%. <laughs> the need to, to make that comment, the need that, you know, the, the desire even. It was so funny. I was the next verse I, I was looking at here, Proverbs 29, 11. A fool gives vent to his spirit, but a wise man quietly holds it back. Yes. You know, right. Yeah. <laughs> Leave it to the proverbs. Right. <laughs> Leave Coming it to in the, hot off the top rope. Airtime proverbs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when just when you're talking about, you know, uh, you think you're talking about honey, and <laughs> it, it comes and it'll wallop you and meet you right where you are or where you wish you were. Um, yeah, I think that there's when we sit for a minute instead of just 
reacting. I think we've talked about this on a completely different podcast, right? We've talked about this with a sermon, um, a sermon message or something like that, but the difference between responding and reacting Mm -hmm. and how, um, like our flesh reacts, but, but God responds. God doesn't, he doesn't just allow for things like he responds all through the scripture. We see him responding to things, but God isn't, God never overreacts. And I think our flesh overreacts so frequently, but when you see the Lord responding, sometimes it's after a period of silence, Mm -hmm. right? We had the word was, is silent for years and years between the old Testament and the new Testament. Yeah. Um, and there's good that came out yeah, of that. You know where it just came to my, my brain was um, in in First Kings 19 with Elijah, and they're going through a heck of a time. Mm-hmm. Elijah's going through a heck of a time, and he's waiting on God to speak and show up. Mm-hmm. And he's not showing up, mm-hmm. and he's not speaking. And he says, go out. Um, this is First uh, Kings nineteen eleven through thirteen. The Lord said, "Go out and stand on the mountain in the presence of the Lord, for the Lord is about to pass by." Then a great and powerful wind tore the mountains apart and shattered the rocks before the Lord, but the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, there was an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake came a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire came a gentle whisper. And when Elijah heard it, he pulled his cloak over his face and he went out and stood out over the mouth of the cave. And the voice said to him, what are you doing here, Elijah? It's just, God was in the whisper. Mm-hmm. He was in that, that still, small mm-hmm. kind of whisper of the quiet, not in the earthquake, yeah. not not in the big thing. It was in a moment of, of God wanting to pass by. And and that was Elijah then. Um, but But I think there might be some some mountain moments, some valley moments in which God's just saying, Hey, will you just get away and I'm going to, I'll pass by, (laughs) you know, I'm going to, I'm going to speak, I'm going to show up, um, there with you and, and speak um, to your heart, whisper to your heart. Yeah. We'll just be, you know, if we can turn down the noise. Right. Just silence helps us pay attention to what is there. Yeah. Um, so much more than it, it, it very rarely, has us focus on what isn't there. Mm-hmm. Almost always silence draws us like our senses are what is what is here when we're being silent. Um where when we're in filled up with noise, we're recognize like we're thinking about what's not there, what's not around. What's it like uh, the, I watched this documentary and have zero remembrance of the name of it. Um I want to say Will Smith was in it or something. <laughs> It was on like National Geographic, and, and okay. it was, um, I think it was Will Smith, maybe it was some other celebrity, um, and they took him, they went to this place, and it's considered to be the quietest place on the planet. Okay. And it's in this cave of some, not cave, it's in like like a, a, a dormant volcano, an old dormant volcano, and they go in there, and there's this guy who is blind. He's been blind for a long time. And they take him up there in it as well. And, um, and he can, his senses are just much, his hearing is just like amazing. And so they're there and it's the quietest place. But when you listen to it and, and they record the sound, there's this like booming 
kind of volume of these things. And it's just like, there actually is volume, even in the most quietest places in the entire world. There is, there is something like echoing and reverberating. And I just, I just thought that was so interesting. And and I don't know, maybe there's a (laughs) spiritual metaphor and all that. Um, I I don't know. I was going to ask you something though, since neither of us are are great at this, um, what could this look like in our, like in your world? Like what? Oh, right. Yeah. Practically. Yeah. Practically. I mean, I I threw out, Hey, just not turning music on or, Mm -hmm. or, or converse, you know, Pick up the phone when I get in the car, which I tend to make phone calls when I'm driving down the road. Um, What could that look like in your life? So for me, it's I am an early riser. I am. I am. That is me. I am. I am an early riser. And so there is um, there is an opportunity for silence for me. um, But it does mean I have to move Mm -hmm. because my husband, that same one that I talked about, patient, wonderful, Mm -hmm. amazing receiver of the words. He also, um, makes us sleep with three fans <laughs> in our bedroom. So that's not silent. Yeah. <laughs> that is a yeah. roaring wind yeah. that is happening in our bedroom. So I, it does require me to, to get up and move out of that space to go and, and I would have to seek it. I have to seek mm-hmm. silence. Um, but it, so it looks like that, right. Uh, up a little bit earlier than, than the rest of my household. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like on on occasion, uh, taking the opportunity of being awakened in the middle of the night and and sitting in sitting in that silence sometimes. I think too, um, sometimes it means just not um, not answering the phone or not, mm, you know yeah. like like making a conscious decision to say, you know, putting it on auto reply or whatever and, and stepping away yeah. from the temptation of mm. noise. Yeah. Um, that's, I think that's what it could look like is stepping yeah. away from the temptation of that. And I know that, um, you know, a walk outside is not going to be silent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you but know, you my, can be silent, but yeah, I can yeah, be yeah, silent, yeah, right? Yeah, like my sure. feet might make some noise and, the you know, and there's going to be yeah. traffic and birds and things like that. But, um, Right. If if at the quietest place on earth right. there noise? is noise, you can't escape then it, I'm right. not going to completely escape it. But I know I could, you know, I can make take control over my own tongue. I can mm-hmm. take control over my own texting hands. I can take control over, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. This is a good one. It's a needed one, I think, in our generation. It's needed for all of us um, for it to be a discipline in our life because yeah. um, God does speak when we shut up, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. when we listen and we're like, God, oh, why are you not talking? And it's like, well, if you'd be quiet, I could right. get a word in edgewise. Right. You know? God is Zane. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, you asked, you answered and you commented. Thank you very much. So true. Um, yeah. And you know, if, 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 if we'll just God, God's voice seems to get really loud when everything else gets turned down. And yeah. so, um, I'm hopeful for that for each of us and 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 those listening, who you know you got loud lives mm-hmm. too. For sure, um, there's probably not many of you listening to this that don't have loud you know noise and whether it's a, right. a YouTube thing going in the back or the kids yelling and fighting at each other or just always having a podcast going or music going. Yeah. Um, there's there's an opportunity for us and and just know behind 
that that discipline to delight ourselves in that is to listen for God and listen to, to what He's speaking to our hearts. And um, I think you will be delighted with with yeah. what um, what what happens on the other side of that silence, as uncomfortable as it might be in the first few moments or the first few tries. Um, work on that discipline, yeah. develop that muscle. And, uh, and watch how it begins to benefit your spiritual life. Yeah, and I love how silence can help us, right? Like he says, like, my sheep hear me and know my voice. Mm-hmm. And so that the more that we're silent with him and we grow to recognize his voice, the easier we can hear him when there, when there is noise. We can hear him through the noise because we recognize that it's him. We know his voice and because yeah. we've spent that time in silence with him. So, yeah, yeah we would love to, to hear some feedback. Let us know how um, how these disciplines and these habits are, are changing your weeks, changing your days. We, we would love to hear um, about things that are working for you or maybe some challenges that you're having. Um, we just love to hear how it's, how it's going on the other side of the microphone. So you can always e- email us at info at fathom.church or you can text the keyword fathom to 97,000 and follow the prompts to stay connected with us. We love you. We're praying for you and we're just grateful that you're along with us on this ride because it is it has been a good one thus far and we have a lot more to go. We'll see you back here next week. Nailed it. Love you.